0: Hi, I'm Mariska.
1: Welcome to Wiffle, What I Feel Like Expressing.
0: Where we like to have fun and explore ways to level up as human beings. Thank you so much for choosing to
1: listen to us today and we really hope that you love this episode. Let's get into it. hello Hello! welcome back to Wiffle and we are very happy to be here today I am really looking forward to today's episode because
0: it's going to be a bit of a story time mm-hmm. yes yes we all love stories I remember when I was little I could not get enough so <laughs> we thought we would treat you guys with a story or two Two stories today. So
1: as you guys know, we are really interested in our saboteurs. So those really interesting personalities and characteristics that pop up and they can really wreak havoc. Mm -hmm. And today we're going to be sharing how each of our saboteurs showed up and completely sabotaged our relationships. Oh yes, Riska, would you like to go first do you want to share a little bit about <laughs> <laughs> how yeah. you've sabotaged your relationships in the past oh,
0: it's not pretty it is so not pretty so i have had a very very long walk with this specific one mm-hmm. and my saboteur is called an avoider now okay. i do not have a name my saboteur um as yet i it might be wise for me to to think of a a name for the silly thing because whenever it is that my avoider shows up it oh man it's a mess it's a mess so let me tell you what she did not too long ago actually the end of last year um i was busy with a project with a few different people. And there was this one person. Now, this person has a controller that shows up from time to time. And I'm aware of the fact that it shows up. The thing is, as with saboteurs, right? Normally, if somebody else's one shows up, the likelihood of our own one starting to... go onto stage is quite well it's very likely that it's going to do that and I was so not prepared for mine to show up the way that she did it was ugly (laughs) it was really really bad oh boy how ugly are we talking (laughs) well um there were some behaviors that came up that I can honestly say I'm not proud of. Mm. so we we were wo- working on this project, and I was supposed to give some feedback, right? In the process, of course, with the controller of the other person showing up, I got really frustrated and my avoider decided, you know what, I'm going to pull up the handbrake, and this is it. This is it. I'm going to full out avoid. Full out avoid. Nothing is going to happen. And that's exactly the behaviors that came out, right? So the person will contact me, literally ring the phone, and I will not answer. Oh, boy. Yes, I've been there I'm, before. I, I am so not proud of this. I, would, I avoided answering the phone for three days. Mm. Right. Now, you can imagine. This is an event that is taking place. And I'm not answering my phone. And I need to give them feedback on stuff. So... That's really really not great. <laughs> <laughs> and I I'm, I'm feeling still so embarrassed about it because it's not something that normally I do. So yes, um needless to say there was a few not so nice conversations in the process. Yeah. Because, well, they needed information. I didn't give the information. And I felt frustrated and annoyed and irritated and angry and everything you can possibly think of that wasn't good emotions necessarily. Mm. And that's what the avoider does, right? So the avoider, or mine in any case, has this oh, yeah, but if you avoid it, it will go away. It never goes away. It just, it doesn't. And then the other thing is, yeah, you'll feel better. Secret, I don't feel b- better. <laughs> I feel worse, right? The more and the longer I avoid it, the worse it gets because I can just see that this thing is going to explode. And yeah. my avoider, it's almost like a being controlled by a puppet master. It was horrible. Oh, yeah. Like, this is not my my little sage person at the back is sort of banging on the the glass fence, right? Going, take me out, leave me out, you are messing up so bad. Oh, Mariska. my is like, no, nope, no, I'm not listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> go away. So yes, that is um. How my saboteur had a bit of a a rain and mm, sort of badly damaged mm. one of my relationships not not correct
1: it happens. I feel like it's important that one you recognize and you're taking responsibility because to me mm-hmm. that's. 80% of the battles, so that's huge, and I feel like you should definitely congratulate yourself for being able to do that, because a lot of people wouldn't even have the awareness on that, you know what I mean? And Absolutely. to whoever is listening to this, if you're able to kind of take responsibility and acknowledge, yeah, I was maybe wrong there, or I could have done that better, or I could have handled that differently, that's, that's half of the work done right there, more than half of the work done right there. And as you were talking, it reminded me of this dynamic that happens a lot in the relationships. It's called um, the pursuer and the distancer. Have you ever mm-hmm. heard of that? It's like when you have someone on the other end and they're just kind of going and going and running after, the distancer will just go further and further away, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah. I, I think it was a, almost the perfect storm. Because yeah. they really wanted to control the whole situation, not necessarily um, in their scope to control it, but they wanted to yeah. control yeah. it, right? And my avoider was just going, no, nah, not having any of this. I'm The more you push, the more I'm going to just go in the other direction, right? I'm not yeah. going to push back. I'm just, yeah, I'll move off. Mm-hmm. And that's the behavior that kind of came through. It literally... There was a cold shoulder for a couple of days. It's like, oh, this is not great. This is not good communication. This is this is not what I normally do or would like to be known for doing. And I'm doing it, Dad. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. I have been there. So that is the uh, part one of my story what oh, yeah. is the way that your saboteurs got into your relationships mm,
1: okay it's so part one of my story I will say that a couple of years ago I would say maybe five years ago or so I was the world's biggest most pathetic people pleaser ever mm, ouch yeah it was bad i was just people pleaser spokesperson you know what i mean <laughs> and <laughs> i was spine non-existent <laughs> doormat I, that was me you know um and it is kind of remarkable when i when i look back and i realize how much it sabotaged so many of my relationships and how it just sabotaged me and the mindset that I had. So I was in a relationship and, you know, it really was not the healthiest dynamic for me at all. It it was not the right thing that I needed in that time. It wasn't exactly meeting my needs, shall Mm -hmm. we say. And although I had this knowledge, And I was, I was aware of that. I finally, after, you know, a couple of months, I came to realize this may not be the best fit for me. Mm -hmm. And I need to kind of close this and move on. I was so kind of terrified and I was so scared of ending it and, you know, what they would think and what other people would think and what my life would be like. And, you know, all of these repercussions, as opposed to thinking about what was best for me. And ultimately, it just meant that everything got so much worse, and the exit of the relationship became so much worse and so much more intense. And even when that happened, you know, there was such a huge failing on my part to stand In my truth and kind of stay true to the decision I had made because I was so scared and concerned with what other people thought and my image and all of these things which is so sad when I think about it when I think about it and look back on it but yeah it's remarkable because I feel like lots of different relationships in my life got sabotage people who were really close to me and who trusted me and you know were safe others really were very disappointed in my choice to kind of stay in that relationship and to please so that wasn't great I felt like I was disappointing them And, you know, people that maybe didn't know me that well and who, you know, they were just kind of outsiders of the situation. I was concerned with what they thought as well, which kept me in just this awful loop. So I think if I could go back, if I could like time travel and go back to that version of myself, I would really sit her down (laughs) hold her by the shoulders and be like all that matters is that you meet your own needs and you do what is best for you and eventually everything will fall into place and just do everything with as much integrity as you can
0: and it's it's difficult when I mean that's what the people pleaser does right so yeah the people pleaser wants to make sure that everybody else emotionally, physically, is taken care of is mm-hmm. okay. Never mind what it is that we need ourselves internally. And wow. whether it is rational or not, the people pleaser doesn't really care because I mean, realistically, what does it matter what people that you don't even know think? About yeah. whether you are or are not in that relationship, right? It's, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter, and yet the people pleaser have us believe it does. Mm-hmm. It's and and seeing that, seeing that. I mean, you mentioned you you noticed it, and it still took some time before you actually took steps required. Definitely, and that's something,
1: well, I guess the truck agrees. (laughs) That is something (laughs) that I feel like a lot of people need to hear because sometimes the awareness comes, but even with that awareness, there's a bit of a growing period of, okay, how do I translate this awareness into practical steps? And what do I do with this awareness? How do I actually allow it to change my life and, and make good? Yeah.
0: And it's it's not easy. Guys, it's so not easy when we are being hijacked. Oh man, it's in full force. It's Absolutely. Almost like you don't have control right it's it
1: feels that way i feel like when you're in that mode and your salvator is taking over Mm -hmm. you do kind of fall into uh, maybe not so much victim mode but definitely like helpless and just completely i i can't see any other way out of this it's it's a bit helpless that's the best way i could describe it
0: and it's it is because of that fight or flight sort of instinct that we have. If it wasn't for that, our ancestors would have all died out. So thank goodness that we developed it. The thing is, if it's overactive, like it is when our saboteurs takes over control, it's not helpful. It's not helpful because we cannot be creative in the solutions that we come up with. We cannot even see solutions. We think that, well, this is the only way that I can get out of it. For me, avoiding a phone call for like three days, I mean, that's ridiculous. Have the conversation, get it over and done with. It's done, right? It's sorted out. No, no, no. no. Not the way that my saboteur approaches it at all. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah we we definitely need to make sure that we do not get hijacked and luckily there is a way to do that but for today this sort of brings us to the end of our little segment uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> get excited for
1: our next episode which will be part two of how we sabotage our relationships where we will go a little bit deeper and also really share and gives insight as to how we overcame it and how we continue to overcome our saboteurs when they do pop up from time to time.
0: Thank you so much for investing your time with us today.
1: You are awesome. Please subscribe so you get notified about our newest episodes go ahead and share this with your friends so you can find out what they feel like expressing. Until next time.